Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Get ready to hear for the next year, two years, about the horrors of forever chemicals. Now, they got the nickname by not breaking down over time. The EPA announced yesterday, for those of you listening live, today is the 19th of October, 2021, that it plans to regulate PFAS, the forever chemicals, But most importantly, they've found their way into our water sources and considering exposure to PFAS has been linked to long-term health effects. Oh, okay. So the EPA is going to restrict the chemicals from being released into the environment. Um, so what are we going to do with them? Well, uh, these hazardous substances are going to uh, going to make the companies pay for contamination and cleanup work but it really hasn't fleshed out the entirety of what they're going to do so they probably won't get to it until 2023 we're just going to talk bad about it for right now one report that the EPA has identified over 120,000 sites across the US where people might be exposed to PFAS and that almost no part of the U.S. is free of potential contamination. Exposure to this synthetic group of chemicals called phthalates, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. Phthalates. Yeah, phthalates. Now, this product or this chemical, the forever chemicals, can be found in hundreds of products such as cosmetics, detergents, food packing, soaps, shampoos, and my favorite, others. So, the chemicals are known to interfere with the human body's hormonal system. Disruptions of the endocrine system have been linked to developmental, reproductive, brain, immune, and other problems. That's according to the National Institute of Environmental Health Services. So, the agency uh, notes assessing the potential health problems in humans related to phthalates has been difficult as people are exposed to multiple endocrine disruptors at the same time. So, according to this new study led by researchers at New York University's Grossman School of Medicine, estimates that phthalates may be associated with somewhere between 91,000 and 107,000 premature deaths in the U.S., among adults ages 55 to 64, may be associated with that. The study estimates that the deaths could cost the country between 40 and 47 
billion dollars annually. So I guess we're not supposed to wash our hair. We're not supposed to use shampoos and soaps and detergents. Just don't use any of it because of the hazardous substances from forever chemicals. Okay. I mean, just another way that we are doomed. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, what is going on in New York? First, we find out that uh, New York City City Hall will no longer be home to the Thomas Jefferson statue. Then we see a seven-foot Harambe statue down in Wall Street uh, facing the charging bull down in Wall Street, which apparently, you know, that's okay because around the bull, they've put all these bananas Wait, what? Yeah. The giant gorilla was placed in Bowling Green Park directly across from the Charging Bull statue, surrounded by 10,000 bananas. (laughs) Okay, I guess later those are going to be donated to local food banks uh, to make a point about wealth disparity. Uh, I don't know how bananas do that, but apparently they do. So the organizers of and founders of Sapien Network, an in-development social networking platform dedicated to putting the needs and welfare of human beings first, said they put up the display to show that Wall Street has become (laughs) bananas, wholly out of touch with the needs of everyday people. Sapien.network co-founders Robert Giometti Uh, said that they use the symbol of Harambe to represent the millions who struggle under the U.S. capitalist system that they say enriches wealthy elites and leaves the average person behind. Oh, okay. But it's not about rejecting capitalism or the current system. No, 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 no. It's about revolving them into the current future and letting them empower more groups of people. That's the whole point of this story. Oh. Okay. Harambe is a representation of something that lets us look at more than just ourselves, what we're aspiring to as people. It's about connecting. A simple gesture of giving a banana builds community. (laughs) Okay. All right. So if I'm walking down the street in New York and I give a banana to someone, I thought that was a racist thing. I, you know, maybe it's just me. I mean, I'm okay with it. Somebody gives me a banana, I may or may not eat it. I doubt I would because I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Uh, It's Halloween. We're not supposed to take uh, fruit like that anymore. So maybe I'll just get my own bananas. Okay. But uh, (laughs) we have that. So we've got Jefferson down. We've got Harambe up. And we've got the bull surrounded by bananas. And then we have a huge sculpture called water's soul it's a white sculpture and makes a statement in new york harbor oh okay it's a towering statue 80 feet high statue called water's soul and it is to keep silent it's a huge female i'm sorry a woman's head 
with her index finger pressing on her lips. Shh. And it's facing lower Manhattan along the Hudson River, inviting chaotic metropolis to stop and listen. Oh, that is so great. It's so great. Now, the artist, this is his biggest work to date. And uh, it you need to listen. It's the profound noise of the water talking to us. Oh, okay. The snow white head commands a sweeping view of the river in front of a forest of high-rise buildings in Jersey City's rapidly developing Newport waterfront. Yeah, I mean, we're just developing that, right? So no, 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 nothing about the statue is promoting the development. No. Uh, it's upstream from the Statue of Liberty, so you got that, and you can, you can, if you, if you listen, if you stop and listen, like the statue wants you to, you'll be able to hear the hum of diesel engines from the nearby Hoboken train terminal. You'll be able to hear the roar of helicopters overhead, and the cries and laughter of children riding in strollers along the river walkways. But those. Those are not the kind of noises that the artist wants his artwork to target. He's talking about the noise of information and messages to us. Okay? So, how about you get over yourself? Thomas Jefferson, gotta go. But Harambe and Water Soul can go ahead and stay because those are art. Oh, and uh, yesterday, you know, I didn't mention uh, General Colin Powell passed away. Uh, Rest in peace, General, uh, former Secretary of State. Uh, He passed away at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, uh, reportedly from complications from COVID-19. He was 84 years old. And, you know, the big story was that he was fully vaccinated, but he was also being treated for uh, multiple melanoma cancer and that forms in certain white blood cells. So he's been, uh, you know, he was struggling with some underlying conditions as well. And so, but it, you know, represents a breakthrough case and a breakthrough death. Now, according to this story, uh, when fully vaccinated patients die from COVID-19, uh, it's reported now that 7,100 such deaths have been reported in the U.S., with 85% occurring in patients 65 and older. Huh. I didn't know that those, I thought we stopped reporting on those numbers. So and if they're reporting 7,100, makes one think that it may be more. But I remember, I mean, Colin Powell was one of the, you know, DC elites and he wish-washed back and forth. And let's not forget he was the first black secretary of state but we have forgotten that President George W. Bush, an evil Republican, but you know, part of the deep state, was one who uh, appointed uh, Colin Powell, and he played. I'll never forget. I know that Colin Powell was, you know, he's a, you know, he was a, a he was a good American. We didn't always have to agree, but he was a, you know, military former military, and he and he former Secretary of State. And, a strong voice in Washington, D.C., but I will never forget him going before the United Nations and arguing that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. And he put up 
what I called, you know, cartoon pictures at the United Nations to make his case. Looked like the Roadrunner cartoon at the UN that Colin Powell was trying to say, this is what they've got uh, in Iraq, weapons of mass destruction. Oh, okay. He sold it, though. Uh, He sold it. Uh, The UN bought it, although we know now that it really kind of maybe wasn't true, was it? No, not really. But, ah, well. Rest in peace, Colin Powell. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Really, you know, there are days when you just need something cold to drink, and this is one of them. Mm. So good. All right, it's official. Uh, Kanye West is no longer Kanye West. He is now legally yay. Y-E. Congratulations. Yay. Yay for yay. Excuse me. It's yay. So the Los Angeles judge approved uh, approved the singer's new name. Congratulations. Uh, according to reports, he uh, he approved the petition. And so now it is just EA. Oh, okay. He, he, you know, look, this is America. You can be called whatever the heck you want, right? I mean, he used the excuse of personal reasons to change his name. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it when he uh, applied or petitioned to have his name changed. Surprised it wasn't easy, but, uh, you know, I guess we didn't want to just be Kanye. We just, you know, I guess Kanye meant that people would think it was Kanye West. So now it's just yay. But I mean, look, he goes by one name, right? He joins the elite club of the one namers, right? I mean, uh, Adele, I was looking through a list of uh, people, you know, they were, the list is people who have go by one name, but ha- you know what their real name was, but, uh, you have Adele, you have, uh, and they have alphabetical here. So you have, uh, Aquafina and, uh, Beck, Bono, uh, Charo, Charo, Charo's got to be a hundred now, right? I apologize. She's only 70. You have a common, uh, Drake. Eminem, Anya, Flea, Got <laughs> uh, Yay, oh, yeah, Hammer. You know, it used to be MC Hammer, but he dropped the MC a while ago, so it's just Hammer. Uh, Ice T, yeah, kind of the hyphenated. Jay Z, right? Keisha, Keisha, Liberace, Lizzo, Ludacris. Madonna, Moby, I mean, you have Pink, right? Prince, there's a, I mean, there's a bunch, there's a several now. I mean, you're looking at in the 30s or 40s that go by one name, Sinbad. One person they don't have on here is they have Slash and Twiggy, Usher, yeah. I mean, you have Yanni, yeah. Uh, Zendaya, uh, but they don't have share. I mean, shares, of course, right there with the tops and uh, one name known, right? So anyway, congratulations to Kanye. I'm sorry. Yay. 
And uh, you got to remember to call him that. I guess it's the artist. He's not the artist formerly known as Kanye West, although, I mean, I swear it's going to be printed everywhere for a while. But it is now just yay. And I'm not sure if Britney counts, because when you think, I mean, it's Britney Spears, right? So it, it is Britney Spears, but when you say Britney, that's, you know who you're talking about. So she's kind of on that list as well. And I see where she was quoted as saying, I just want to, I should, I wish I lived in another country. I'm disgusted with the system. Oh, well, uh, hey, Brit, um, go ahead and leave then. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Take care. (laughs) I'll just be honest and say I've waited so long to be free from the situation I'm in. And now that it's here, I'm scared to do anything because I'm afraid I'll make a mistake. Well, yeah. So for so many years, I've always told, I, I was always told if I succeeded at things, it could end and it never did. The star said she worked so hard and is very happy that her conservatorship situation is changing, but noted there's a lot of things that scare me. Uh-oh. She is going off the deep end. Look out, man. She's fearful of doing something wrong and said she won't be posting as much in a world where it's our liberty to be free. <laughs> so there you go. Just uh, Brittany struggling to find herself now that she's free. But, you know, she's not really free yet. And she also noted that showbiz is all I've ever known my whole life, which is why this is so very confusing for me. Anyway, God bless you all. You too, Brit. Thank you. Speaking of Brittany, I see where Hooters is walking back their racy uniform policy after employees vent on TikTok. That's what the headline says. Now, apparently, Hooters had sent out some new uniforms, and they appear to be a little bit shorter than the orange shorts that they were used to wearing. They looked more like underwear, actually. And so the employees took to venting a little bit on TikTok and said, hey... Uh, they're a little bit, uh, you know, too undergarmenty, And so they were, you know, I love my job, but I don't love wearing undies to work. Um, I would disagree with that, but hey, that's just me. I'm with you. It's okay. You don't want to wear undies to work. Fine, 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 fine. So um, now Hooters has bent the knee halfway to the employees. So, I mean, we all know that, uh, I mean, hello, Hooters, beer, booze, babes. Yes, that's what you go there for. And yes, I know they've, you know, they've faced scrutiny in the past for sexualizing and objectifying women. Those bastards. I could barely stand going to Hooters when I lived in Florida. Barely, barely. There is a Hooters somewhere around here where I live here in DFW because I pass it ever so often, but I haven't been there. Um, I apologize. And they just opened the new Hoots close to my house, which I, I've not been there yet either. That's a more family-friendly Hooters called Hoots. Uh, I think we talked about it before because I, I drove by it thinking, whoa, hey, somebody's stealing Hooters, but it's them 
that's actually opening up. I I looked online to see if there were any, you know, what uniforms they had to wear at Hoots since they were family friendly. And it looks like they're not wearing the original Hooters outfit. (laughs) I know that some former Hooters girls are said, hey, uh, you know, you're paid to be sexually harassed and objectified. Um, I would say, you know, yeah. <laughs> now that's horrible, right? I mean, here's an idea. Work somewhere else. I used to, a hundred years ago, on a radio station in Tampa Bay, we did a show, uh, Hooters on the Radio. And it was, uh, oh, geez, that was a thousand years ago, but, uh, they were, <laughs> I'll tell you, I could barely listen. Okay. Because it was all about, uh, objectifying women and, and I won't, I won't have it. It was Lynn Austin, BL, Brenda Lee. I forget who the other one was. Gosh, darn it. And Fez Marie from the Ron and Ron show. He was kind of like the anchor of the show. Anyway. Uh, I digress thinking about, uh, old school radio on 620 WSUN entertaining talk radio for the nineties. <laughs> oh man. You don't get those days back. Anyway, uh, Hooters is now, as I said, kind of half bending the knee. They're going to make the new undie shorts. Well, optional. So you don't have to wear them if you're a Hooters girl. That's awful nice. So what will happen? I'm just throwing it out there. It's possible. I can foresee something say like some girls will wear them and make bigger tips. So the other girls will say, well, damn it. I'm going to wear mine then. I want bigger tips too. But that's just me. That's just me. And it probably won't happen because that would mean that men are going in there and women and sexualizing and objectifying women. And then I just, I, I won't hear of it. I won't hear of it any longer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So have you ever been to a fast food place named Culliver's? I have I have never been to a Culliver's and I see there they've got 808 locations around the US and in fact there's a couple in this neck of the woods here in Texas. It made me think about it because there was we missed it or I missed it on the 15th of October which is apparently national cheese curd day and on national cheese curd day Culliver's had this uh giant cheese curd burger (laughs) the curder burger (laughs) so it's a fresh cheese curd in deep fried crust onto a butter burger you know it didn't 
look that bad uh, in the picture. And, uh, you know, I'm giving, I'm willing to give it a shot. But apparently it was only a one-day thing. They said that uh, they made a joke on April Fool's and everybody said, oh, yeah, we need that. So they did it for National Cheese Curd Day. And then now they're waiting to see, and we'll, I guess we'll know by now if uh, the Curder Burger will become a regular option because it was supposed to you know, depend on sales and feedback, demand, and logistics following its one-day-only debut. So if you went to Culliver's and had a Curder Burger on National Cheese Curd Day, email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com, and I would love to know if it was worth a try and if Culliver's is actually, you know, making its Culliver's frozen yogurt fast food restaurant. Okay. I guess, why am I, why am I not aware of Culliver's? Why am I not there? I'm going, I'm going to try Culliver's, the fresh frozen custard, the butter burgers. Hello. Yes. I want a Curter burger too. Yes. So if you've, if you went to Culliver's and, you know, tried the Curter burger, let me know. Chewing the fat at theblaze.com if it was worth it because uh, I'm ready for it. Those of you listening in the UK can breathe just a little bit easier. Uh, There was a bakery that was using illegal sprinkles on your cookies. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You heard me. You could have eaten the illegal sprinkles, and I, I hope you didn't. I hope you didn't break the law. I don't know that eating them is breaking the law, but using them certainly is. Apparently, the sprinkles contain E127 food coloring, and holy cow, you cannot have that in the UK. The red food coloring E127 is banned. Now, good enough for the cocktail cherries but that's it nothing else so if you had some of the sprinkles at the bakery that was selling its cookie with the illegal sprinkles um you 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 broke the law okay so apparently uh the e127 food coloring has been linked to inattention and hyperactivity in children I'm sure it had nothing to do with, you know, the cookies or the cakes or the ice cream that the sprinkles were being sprinkled on. But apparently the owner said, hey, the ones we use in the UK, they're no good. I don't like them. I only like the E127 ones. (laughs) So if you had some, bless your heart, uh, you got away with it. But no more. No more, okay? So in the UK and the European Union, the use of E127 is restricted. It is a banned in edible foods except cocktail cherries, as I said, and candied cherries. Oh, that's good. wonder why that is. It's regulated in Australia along with cherries and only allowed in limited amounts in, of uh, icing and frosting in Australia. Wow, this E-127, man. This gets us back to the story we started out with. And the PFAS is the forever chemicals. So that's happening with the E-127s too. All right. 
So apparently it was reported to the trading standards that this bakery, which, uh, you know, they were making things with these, these illegal sprinkles. And I don't know if the SWAT team broke in or what happened, but apparently now everybody wants to know, hey, your cookies were so good. Why were they so good? Well, we know. Uh, you were using illegal sprinkles, and that we cannot have. So he uh, he's not going to use them anymore, but he's not using any of those weak, sad United Kingdom sprinkles. There just won't be sprinkles on my cookies anymore. Okay? So we've got Sprinklegate going on in the UK. All right? And this bakery, the owner of Get Baked in Leeds... <laughs> <laughs> he uh, the owner rich myers is a uh, pissed he, and he hates the uk sprinkles and he's imported the ones from the united states but now he can't and uh he just can't do it so get baked in leeds is no longer using the illegal sprinkles so whew, that's good news for him and you and the country for that matter so those of you that have had children well, anywhere in the world know that, uh, you know, you, how, I don't know how big your child was when they were born. I was, you know, I was there when uh, my wives gave birth to all of my children and they were all, I don't know. One was, um, I think the heaviest was seven pounds or something like that. I, honestly, I don't remember, but I do know. Uh, you know, the procedure of having a child, <laughs> what happens when you have a child. And this lady gave birth to a 14.1 pound baby. Now I'd let that, let that sink in for just a little bit. You know, you know, the procedure of what happens when you have a child and then no, you know, 14.1 pound human coming out <laughs> All right, that's why it didn't happen that way it was a c-section but still that's not my point 14.1 pound baby in glendale arizona holy cow that's kind of a big kid as well i was gonna go on record and saying that's kind of a big kid <laughs> now she's had other kids one was 8.2 pounds and 11.1 pounds. That's, those are pretty big kids, too. You can quote me on that. <laughs> but 14.1 pounds, that's a, that's a big kid. That is a big kid. And you do not, you're going to be happy with the C-section. I'll just say that. I know, you know, I prefer a regular birth, but at 14.1 pounds, you just want, you want that kid out of you. <laughs> and whatever is the easiest way to get that kid out of you, that's the way you're taken. Aren't you? Yeah. In fact, I would venture to say that as you're having that 14.1 pound child, you're asking yourself, why hasn't someone invented a contraceptive? device for males oh my gosh they have now we all know about you know condoms right but a lot of people don't like them and you know we have uh, birth control for women but there isn't really any 
birth control for men. Well, apparently some German graduates have invented a testicle bath, what they're calling a contraption. It's a temporary at-home male sterilization device. It's an ultrasound-based reversible and hormone-free male contraceptive device for home use. And it's named Caso, C-O-S-O. And it's, uh, it's, won the, it's won the Dyson Award for the, an international award that celebrates design and engineering. And will, you know, it's going to be, uh, it's going to move on to, uh, to bigger and better things. All right. The device is used by filling it up with water, heating it to the required temperature, and placing those inside the device. Following that, the those are hit with ultrasound for several minutes and then it suppresses the spermatogenesis leaving the user temporarily infertile i mean if it works okay a lot of women have a problem with the pill and uh you know a lot of people have a problem with the the condoms so if this is a thing that <laughs> you can do you know, uh, you dip them in, uh, you heat it up, and then you're good to go. So there's that. I don't know if this is for sale on Goop yet. I'm going to have to check. Or you could, but I it doesn't say here, hey, you can pick this up at goop.com. So it will be, though. You can bet. It will be for sale on Goop at some point in the future. Okay, so sure, the White House has told uh, governors and really you uh, that uh, be ready to start vaccinating kids. Yay! But uh, in California, as the state tightens coronavirus vaccine rules, uh, there are parents and school employees that are staging walkouts. The uh, statewide vaccine mandate for school employees kicks in, and uh, I mean, it started, it kicks in right now, this week, and jobs are on the line. And pushback from uh, many of the school employees, parents, and students have already started, and that's not just in California. Um, we know of people. Uh, losing their jobs or quitting because, and they, you know, obviously losing their jobs because they're not going to get vaccinated and it is mandated that they do. Southwest employees protest the vaccine mandates. According to the employees, we are the love airline. So employees have been carrying signs reading, terminate the mandate, no jabs for jobs and freedom, not force. Actually, I like those. Uh, good, you know, put it back in their face. See if something comes of it. I don't know if it will or not. I hope it does. But let's terminate the mandate. No jab for jobs. Freedom, not force. <laughs> uh, okay, good. Keep it up. Keep it up. Plenty of people are walking away from their jobs because they're not going to get vaccinated. And, you know, the fight is on. So I told you not long ago. That we're going to have, you know, it's going to be unvaxed, unvaxed v the vaxed. 
and it's going to be triple V baby. And, uh, triple V. Yeah. Triple V. That's what I'm calling it. It's called unvaxxed and vax the vax, something like that. We'll figure it out later. Just know that the war is going to happen. And, uh, and by war, I just mean people aren't going to be unhappy with each other. Okay. Terminate the mandate. No jab for jobs. Freedom, not force. A lot of people, a lot of companies are trying to walk the line of mandating their employees who are going to work in their buildings to be vaccinated. And if you're not vaccinated and they still want you as an employee, they designate you as a permanent uh, off-site employee. What were they calling it? I think it was permanent remote employee, maybe something like that. But you, you, you understand what I'm saying. So you just, you are not allowed to come in to the building. You work from home or your own office space, but you don't come into this building anymore. Really, really, really strange time here in the United States. And we talked about uh, last week that, you know, an average of 36% of the U.S. workforce is back in the office. In 10 major cities? Okay. All right. No problem. And I mean, we're getting reports that uh, San Francisco office space downtown is empty. Workers have moved out. So apparently San Francisco's financial district and South uh, Market neighborhood, ghost town. Yeah, well, I mean, there's businesses are closing down. I know uh, Walgreens is shutting down stores in San Francisco. Now Walgreens is saying that it's because of uh, the shoplifting and the uh, rampant crime is to blame. And so it claims that this is Walgreens speaking now. They reveal it spends 46 times as much on security compared to other locations outside of San Francisco. The mayor claims Walgreens is only shutting down five stores to cut costs. Yeah, companies are able to do that. San Francisco mayor, London breed. That's what companies do. (laughs) You bet. I hate capitalism and what companies do. So Walgreens has closed 17 stores in the past five years due to rising shoplifting cases, leaving still, they still have 53 stores open in the San Francisco area. Give me a break. And that's what companies do, which just drives me insane so be ready for you know government pharmacies and those always work out great don't they (laughs) yes they do yes they do and speaking of getting ready you know i mentioned that uh you know the white house said get ready to vaccinate your kids they said yesterday that the fda is going to recommend uh Mix and match COVID vaccine booster shots. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of good, right? Well, sure. Uh, Look, if you're vaccinated and you can go ahead and receive a different booster shot from the vaccine they originally received. Oh, well, why would that be? Oh, look, one booster shot over another doesn't really matter. It's just choose a different brand at your own discretion. Uh, You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So I wonder if I've had the Johnson and if I haven't had the Johnson and Johnson, because that's a one and done deal, right? So do I get another Johnson and Johnson 
or do I get, if I've had the Moderna, which I've had, um, do I, am I better off getting the Johnson and Johnson as the booster or am I better off getting the Pfizer? Now, according to them, they say no. So the study, this one study found that those who received the Johnson and Johnson see a greater increase in antibodies from a booster shot of the Moderna vaccine than a booster from the Johnson and Johnson. So is the booster from, let's see, hold on. Researchers also found that a booster of the Pfizer vaccine, I want to get this right now. The study found that those who received the Johnson and Johnson say a greater increase in antibodies from a booster shot of the Moderna vaccine than from a booster of the Johnson and Johnson. So if I had the Johnson and Johnson, I should get the Moderna booster. Researchers also found that a booster of the Pfizer vaccine also raised the antibody levels of the Johnson and Johnson recipients. So I should get either one. If I had the Johnson and Johnson, I need the Moderna or Pfizer booster than the booster of the J and J. Okay. But not as high as the Moderna. So you want the Moderna booster. If you got the Johnson and Johnson, if I didn't get the Johnson and Johnson regular one and done, I wonder if I'm better off getting the Johnson and Johnson booster. That doesn't make that probably not though, because the Moderna is the strongest overall. So we'll just go with that. Stick with that. Okay. Get vaccinated and just get the Moderna and shut up. Okay. (laughs) Get vaccinated and shut your mouth. All right. I'm so sick of it. I really, I mean, people are, we're going to, we're going to lose our minds here in, in a little while. And I don't understand the, I don't understand the division, but it's there. I, it's just incredible to me. Uh, American Express employees apparently now are going to be able to work anywhere for up to four weeks a year. Well, I mean, okay. Why the big deal? And that's going to include the 15 days when employees are allowed to work outside their country. Oh, okay. So apparently American Express has divided staffers into hybrid, on-site, and fully virtual categories. That's how they're doing it. So if I'm fully virtual, I don't need to get vaccinated. But the universities are not doing that, right? We heard the kid in New Jersey saying uh, no. Uh, You have to be vaccinated, but he doesn't even go on campus. So, I mean, really strange. If you don't go on campus, there's no point. If you don't go on campus and you don't want to be vaccinated, that's the way to do it, right? Don't go on campus. That that can't be legal. It just can't be be legal. So 20% of the credit card issuers, employees wanted to work virtually full-time. Wow, they do not want to come back into the office for American Express. So employees in the United States, United Kingdom, and Germany are supposed to come back to the office January 24th of 2022, and most of them want to work, uh, do not want to come back into the office. So we're going to give you more time to work away. You can work up to four weeks uh, not coming back into the office, plus the 15 days of working outside of their own country. So if I say I have to work outside of the country and I don't, is that a problem? Yeah, you can't lie to your place of business, Jeff. Don't you know that? Oh, yeah, I believe that people would never lie to their employers, right? 
Right. One last thing. Remember uh, that uh, shave a head, save a human. The links are up on my social media sites. You can help me pay to save a human for one year. $6,000 is my goal uh, to pay for legal documents, medical travel to home to their home country, food, water, lodging, transportation, educational and vocational training for a survivor of human slavery for one year thanks to ourrescue.org. The links to help me raise money for this are on all my social media accounts. And if I reach my goal, I'm going to shave my head and I need you to, you know, donate a little money and help save a human. Shave ahead, save a human. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.